Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And uh, I miss bars. <laughs> yeah, it's the world is a weird place at the moment. Yeah, lawless, a lawless wasteland. There's just ever, nothing, nothing open. It's crazy. I played a video game like this once. I think it was called Fallout. <laughs> I don't think we've reached Fallout levels yet, but I certainly miss being able to go to a brewery with some friends and uh, just sit around a sit around a table with fifty other people in a restaurant. That was nice when we could well, do that. You could always times. you could always swing through your local brewery, grab a crowler or a few growlers, go home, log on to Skype. Now, granted, if your Skype works, then you know that's a bonus. And you can then you can sit down with your friends across the country. And drink beer with it around that your sounds table. Sounds really good. Why don't we do that? Let's say Mondays at eight PM and uh, record it and publish it to a uh, podcast feed. Boom! Million dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got an yeah. idea. We could call it something like like quarantine drinking with friends, or I don't know, something right, along. Right. I, we we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, the name is still still up in the air, but. I mean, it's it's kind of weird that you know we saw this disease come in years ago when we started this podcast. I mean, we were just like, "Hey, let's get a jump start on it." People are always going to want to be like us now that we have you know ten million listeners because you know we are basically the messiahs of this. Hello, people. Welcome to Corona Times, the podcast. Right. I I envision like I don't know in the movies where it's like one of the like a you know people are like huddled in this bunker and they get like this like message come through the radio of like you know <laughs> i feel like that's our podcast <laughs> yeah. just like you're like static and then like the whistle like wee, 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 yeah, exactly. and then it's just like time for our frosty bug of wisdom <laughs> see over I, I got one even better before it comes on the song uh we think we're alone now or i think we're alone now is playing oh and then go. it comes on that's our new non-royalty-free theme song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but no, I wanted to touch on something that Todd said, which was like we were ahead of the curve, you know. And I've um I've been working from home for the last week and a half now, and um you know all my coworkers were really impressed that I had this like fancy microphone and nice webcam, <laughs> and like <laughs> I'm totally set up. Like like I think that for me having all these e-meetings where i was like looking at my my coworkers' faces on a computer screen would have been a little weird except for we've been doing it now for 80 something weeks in a row so it feels a lot more natural than just like seeing someone's face that i normally sit next to I, I i fully agree i've been working at home since um march 11th so it's been a long long time since i've been in the office uh as you guys can tell my beard is completely wild my hair is completely wild, and I think I'm just going to embrace this whole quarantine man thing where I just, I never shave or cut my hair ever again. That's kind of what I do, home, except I still go out in public. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to build those, those antibodies. Home, Tud's, Tud looks like the uh, master from uh, Kill Bill with the really long, white, wispy beard right now. That's that's <laughs> the look that Tud's going for. The, the, some call that the ZZ Top. Mm exactly yeah um all right well i think we should get into the beers this week because um peeking behind the curtain i may have gotten a, a head start <laughs> <laughs> so i think you should go last <sighs> okay i mean i was about to tell you all about my beer story but i'm just gonna quietly drink here 
Oh no, go Chris. Go if there's a okay. if there's a if there's a story to go along with this, go ahead. I mean, it's not a great story, but uh, I have a <laughs> I have a full growler that I have to finish tonight. And uh, I was supposed to have a dinner party with friends last weekend. I got this growler. Um, I'll just get right into the beer. This is from Bonsai Brewing Company, my favorite. Sorry, Bonsai Brewing Project, my favorite brewery here in the valley. Is that the one that closed? Yeah, they shut their doors on. Oh no, sorry. Everything is closed, but uh, no, it's not the one that's permanently closed. These guys, their last day for the foreseeable future of selling beer was on uh, Wednesday of last week, and uh, I had to go in to support them and get a growler um, and take some beer home while it was still fresh. And uh, you know, they're still trying to figure out how they want to reopen and for growler fills or or what they want to do. And I think at some point in this episode, we're going to get into discussions on what breweries are doing around the country here but um this is ice cream sandwich from bonsai brewing project i said i got a whole growler here supposed to go to a a party and split it with friends um that got canceled so now i'm drinking a growler tonight on on the podcast uh which is why i got started (laughs) which is why i got started early because i got a lot of beer to get through why why on earth would your would your party be canceled i don't understand yeah, we're we were socially socially distancing, and we decided to social distance ourselves away from the party. So the party never happened; it was disbanded. But um, the beer again is called Ice Cream Sandwich. Um, uh, I had to look it up on Untapped because uh, I couldn't find it any other way. So uh, I might have might have gotten a sneak peek on the rating, which I know skews things. But yeah, you're not it is to... now you can't guess. I can't guess. I know. I know. So. Hang on, before you read the description, I have to imagine that ice cream sandwich is going to be like a a stout, obviously, but very chocolatey with a little bit of lactose. You are right there. You're right on the money. Todd Cleo strikes again. Uh, This is a whiskey barrel aged imperial milk stout with Madagascar vanilla and lactose. Ooh. And it weighs in at 8% alcohol. I love Bonsai. I had to go and support them. So that's why I picked this up. And I thought, what better excuse to drink a whole growler than when i can at least be on skype with my two friends and recording a podcast for all of my all of our devoted listeners it it looks it looks delicious yeah so it pours with that nice um caramel colored thicker head that you might expect from a whiskey barrel aged stout especially one with that lactose finish um it's got the sweetness uh, obviously from the lactose um, if you close your eyes, you can imagine this is an ice cream sandwich for sure. Um, I'd say maybe if you put an ice cream sandwich in a blender and made it into a milkshake, this would be right there. With with some whiskey. It's got that whiskey bite. Yeah. Um, I think Chris just died. Not you, sure. I, I don't know where he... He was sitting on a chair and then he just <laughs> fell 90 degrees off of the camera frame. <laughs> oh, it's, he broke his chair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This all stays in. Chris? This is great. I thought I was the one who was supposed to be drunk on tonight's episode. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> what happened? So, my laptop was like, your battery is dying. And I was like, what the hell? I it, thought it was plugged in. But <sighs> space is someone red had right plugged now. The, the plug, so I had to go plug it back in. Did you fall out of your chair? Well, no, I... I mean, he took the he to took the easy in. way down. It's kind of a long way away, so I went to plug it in, and then the chair flopped over. So, <laughs> so yes, 
He took the expressway off out of your the chair. Train. Your bow is in the chair, but the four legs of the chair were no longer on the ground. Um. Well, I it wasn't my intention to stay in the chair. It just kind of happened that way. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that's why everybody listens to the show for the uninter- for the unscheduled interruptions we have here. <laughs> so yeah, I really like the. The vanilla comes through the the chocolatey notes from that roasted roasted toasty malt. The black malts um, is really good. This was worth every penny I paid for the growler. And um, cheers to bonsai. I hope that you're able to figure out a way to reopen soon. Um, I know, and like I said, we could get into this once we're all done with our beer reviews. But a lot of breweries around me are doing creative stuff to try and stay open right now. As are um, mine. But uh, real quick, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a four and a half. Damn. Um, yeah, which is high for me, but um, must mean it's really good. It is really good. I there's very few beers that I would be as excited to finish a whole growler of than this one. Uh, it's not super heavy. It's not super boozy. It's just like an ice cream sandwich in a glass. So makes actually it makes me really want to buy some ice cream sandwiches. Not gonna lie. So are you willing to risk going outside to get ice cream sandwiches? No, I'm not. And the other thing too is like the because the beer is like you know I've let it sit out for a little bit. It's warmer now. It tastes like a melted ice cream sandwich, which is way better. Like if this is the, like you can imagine. This tastes like when you lick the side of an ice cream sandwich to like lick up all mm, that melting yeah. ice cream sandwich. I was gonna yeah. say melted ice cream sandwich is not the way I particularly like to enjoy my ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> then they it's become not like, like getting a, messy. Impossible ice cream eat. soup. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like squeezing out of the side when you hold on to it, but it's like I said, it's licking the licking them as it melts, licking the side. That's where we're at. <laughs> okay, all right, like a yeah. gogurt, but with an ice cream sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so, like I said, I already looked this up on Untapped. Um, it's only a sixty-two check-ins, and uh, the average is a three point nine four. Damn! So, wow. Yeah, pretty solid, and. I'm looking forward to getting more when they reopen. So yeah, that's pretty sad. I mean, like like we've alluded to, we'll talk about it. But man, I like breweries. Me too. Breweries are fun. Breweries are good. And um, yeah, like I opened the episode with, I miss bars, but uh, I definitely miss breweries. I learned real fast, real quick that that's usually what I do with my weekends, and so now without them, <laughs> I do nothing on my weekends. Yeah, I know, right? Like now I have to do like housework and like. Like, improve my house. Ugh, gross. Boring. That's the worst. <laughs> I painted a wall today. Oh, no. What color? <laughs> don't, say, don't say eggshell. Red. Okay. At least you got some excitement out of it. Um, And now your house is bullproof, so. That's there you go. Yeah, the bull will run through my, my kitchen uh kitchen wall, which would be great. Yeah. I thought they avoided red, or no. they No, they charge red. red. No. Oh. They charge movement, technically. But it's it's red. It's really red. We all know it's red. Don't ignore. I mean, don't don't believe the science. Believe the <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I'm gonna hand it off to Todd. Todd looks very thirsty and ready to ready to share something with us. So um, I pulled an Obert this week and I made a cocktail. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Todd's Tud, instead of Obert's liquor cabinet, we're opening Todd's vermouth fridge. <laughs> it's been a while since i've uh since i brought a cocktail to the podcast but i thought it was time um part of that is because it's you know it's the end of march 
but I need to fill the I need to fill in the blanks here. For Valentine's Day, my wife got me a box of um cocktail how do you oh, mixers? Like, yeah, cocktail uh, ingredients to make a cocktail with from uh shaker and spoon. Uh shakerandspoon.com. Oh, I've, I've heard of this. Was it so it's like a it's like a subscription box type of deal. Correct. Yes. She only got me one one month, but um it comes with with the ingredients to make three different cocktails. The only thing that you have to supply to the box is the booze of your choice. Or That's the booze cool. if the, anyone the booze is of your choice for, for the gift drink. For me, um listen to this next segment carefully. <laughs> <laughs> so in so in the box it ca- it came with a, a wide variety of ingredients, including a, a a bottle of cock and bull ginger beer. Um, some specialty, uh, syrups, some specialty bitters. It even came with fruit to include in the drinks as well. Like fresh uh, fruit? Dried fruit? Fresh fruit. No way. Yeah, so it came with three, or two lemons and an orange. And it also came with some wood chips, because I had to light some wood chips on fire to create smoke in my glass for one of the drinks. Huh. Very, very fancy. Kind of cool. Yeah, so it's it's really cool. Um, I my wife had heard me complain a lot about how I was always jealous of Obert and how he knows all these cocktails, and I always feel like I always drink the same cocktail just because I, I'm not creative with my thought process and or I don't have enough knowledge to do cocktails. Oh, hey, this is per- it sounds like perfect for you then to to increase. It's like the the Blue Apron of of D- Tud's liquor fridge, Tud's vermouth fridge. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. So this week, I decided to bring a, uh, I, I made a, a drink. This entire box is whiskey, by the way. Um, obviously, I'm a big oh. whiskey fan, so that was a big bonus for me. But this week, my drink is called a Fibonacci on the Fritz. Obert, have you heard of this drink before? I have not, but it sounds intriguing. I'm already, okay. I'm already hooked. So what goes into this drink is uh, new American whiskey. And for this one, I, I chose Stranahan's Colorado Whiskey. One ounce of cardamom apple maple syrup one quarter lemon juice and one quarter orange juice so a quarter of a lemon and a quarter of an orange squeezed and then three dashes of their black walnut bitters shaken with ice poured it's supposed to go into a coupe a coupe glass but i don't have one of those so it's just in a straight whiskey glass which looks close enough I yeah think that's fair yeah i know I've, I've it's funny so like blue apron and stuff they always have one ingredient that like you're never going to make the recipe again on your own. And it's like, you're never going to buy your own walnut bitters, right? <laughs> Correct. Or cardamom, apple, maple syrup. But I mean, you could make that pretty easily. Like, yeah, you probably wouldn't. But I mean, everybody has app Like apples are easy. Maple syrup you got in the fridge and cardamom is pretty common spice. I, I don't even know what cardamom is, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I guess it's not something that we use every day in the kitchen, but um, but I could anyway. I mean, I guess you could make it. So so, so Fibonacci on the fritz. Yeah, so I figured I would do this review in two different parts. Um, we've never had Stranahan's Colorado whiskey on here before, so that's really what I'm reviewing today. That you know, it's part of the review. So I have some of that straight, and I have some of the, and then I have my Fibonacci on the fritz drink. So ooh, I like this. I might I might steal this for the liquor cabinet. So quickly with Stranahan's uh, Colorado whiskey, if you guys haven't had it before, it's obviously a whiskey that's made in Colorado. Um, for a very long time, you could not get it outside of Colorado. Up to about a year and a half ago, they started distributing it to certain states. Connecticut is one of those states. Um, if you go to the tour of this place, they will have you try the whiskey straight and warm. 
And then they will add a little bit of water to the whiskey. And the entire flavor of the whiskey changes with just a couple drops of water. Mm. Obviously, we know that I'm a big fan of putting ice in my whiskey because I just like the, it being a little bit colder. So they also say that that's acceptable too. So oh. first, the whiskey. I think I learned that from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Did you? What, to put water in it? Yeah. I think it was, that's uh, funny. It was in, a, in an episode where uh, Dennis was trying to be all hoity-toity about it. And I don't know. I could be <laughs> misremembering I that. believe it, though. Potentially. Uh, so the whiskey's really good. Uh, it's really smooth. You get a lot of flavors of, of wood from it. Um, but it's a really drinkable whiskey. If anybody is not really a whiskey fan, but you still kind of want to have like a whiskey drink, this is something I would recommend for you to pick up. Uh, you can just pretty much down it. It's it's delicious. I'll give this, on the whiskey scale, You know, following the untapped scale, this is probably a four out of five. Wow, nice. Okay. So so you also mentioned that this is a, I think you called it a new American whiskey. Is that right? Correct. What makes, is there such a thing as an old American whiskey? And do you know if there's any difference? We can, um, we can, we can cut the question if you don't. I mean, just, no, it's a, no, it's it's a valid question. I just, took it. Just so I'll, Google it. Google it real quick. We'll see if we can answer. If not, we can just cut the question. All right. So new American whiskey. So first, old American whiskey is more like what you what you think of when you think of bourbon. Jim Beam, Buffalo Trace, Wild Turkey, and Heaven Hill. Um, okay. For those for those who don't know, know Heaven Hill, they pretty much between them, Buffalo Trace, Wild Turkey, and Jim Beam, they pretty much those four make all of the major bourbon brands that we think of. Jim Beam being one of them, Woodford Reserve, Maker's Mark, all of those are all made by one of those four distillers. You know, obviously they have their own namesake as well. The new so almost. It almost sounds like old American whiskey is like kind of like the macro brewers of whiskey. Yes, yeah. Like that, that all everything that you've heard of, like the big brands that were around before 2010, like that's all the old American whiskey. Right. All that stuff. And I, I took this, you know, as you read this, as as based on the articles that I read, when you look at this, it's even including like stuff like Bullet, which is hasn't been around forever, but it's still a a solid original style bourbon. So what I did with this is I went out and I found a different whiskey. Stranahan's is uh, brewed in the or distilled in the bourbon style, but it's not a bourbon because it's not from Bourbon County. It's from Colorado. It's the sparkling wine of whiskey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was that's what I decided. I went away with I went away from bourbon and I decided to just try to do it with a normal whiskey. Um. So. Quickly, as you guys can see, it's actually a very hazy type of drink because that's that's the cardamom apple maple syrup that changed the colors to that. Oh, we can, weird! Yeah. Um. So let's let's taste it. You're drinking it. I see he's serving it up too. No, no ice in there. Yeah. They um. That was part of the the directions. They said serve it up in a in a coo coop. I don't know how to say it's that. Coop. Is I it coop? It's coop. It's spelt like coo. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, do I pronounce the P or not? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when the government does a coup, you don't pronounce the P. But when you try to put it in a coop glass, you pronounce the P. I think so. Okay. Or a chicken yeah. coop. Can, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Expect, <laughs> except it's with a U. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. All right. So, anyways, the flavor is very unique. I'm assuming that the, the flavor that I'm tasting off the bat is very, is the cardamom. Because it's a flavor that I've never had before in my life. It tastes a little woody, a little, a little smoky, um, but a lot more woody than like the the Stranahan's was straight. It's a little spicy, kind of like a like a 
dirty cinnamon, I guess is the way that I would describe it. <laughs> okay, I get it. Like an earthy cinnamon? Yeah, an earthy, yeah. Take a, take a cinnamon stick, roll it around in dirt, scrape that into your drink. That's what cardamom is. Yeah, that's if probably cinnamon, it. If cinnamon was a cologne. <laughs> that, there you go. Yeah, the, the cologne of cinnamon. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, it is very, it's very sweet. Um, that's obviously from the syrup itself. Plus, you know, a little bit of walnut comes through. And the fruit juices, I imagine. Yeah, well, the fruit juices make it make it very citrusy. I mean, you you put I put a quarter of a lemon in it and a quarter of an orange in it, so you get a lot of orange flavors. And then the 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 lemon kind of fades away. You don't really get a lot of lemon flavor, but you get a little bit of a lemon sourness to it. You get that tart, the pucker. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a solid drink. Um, it tastes very very good. Um, I can't in good conscience rate it a a five like Obert would rate his drinks. I. I, I I would rate that a five I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I see. I don't even know if I ha- I don't even know if I have the confidence to say that I've even made it correctly based on the directions. Um, but I like it. I think this is something cool that I could probably order in a in a restaurant. Um, I'm thinking uh, for Connecticut residents over here. I'm thinking either Little River Restoratives in Hartford or Conspiracy in Middletown would probably be places that would even have the ingredients to make a drink like this. But it does give me a little bit of an idea of something that I could at least attempt to try to put together in a liquor store or a li- in a bar. I'll give it a four and a half. There we go. Two four and a halves tonight. I mean, Chris, Dang. I know Chris already revealed to me he's got a whole crowler to drink, and I really want to get to that crowler, but they set the, ba- the bar high. I know. You guys sure. are kind of killing me right now. Yeah. <laughs> but before, before Chris could go, can I just ask real quick, so... How many drinks came in the... How many recipes were in the box? So it comes with three recipes. And so far, it appears that the the box comes with enough ingredients to make four of each of the, the drinks. So 12 drinks in total. Okay. So have you made any of the others? I've made one of the others. Um, I made... It was kind of like a, a take on a on an old-fashioned. It was very good. Um. Obviously, I, I'm a big old-fashioned fan. That's my go-to cocktail. Um, so to me, it just kind of felt like normal. The other one includes ginger beer, and I haven't wanted to open the bottle yet to make the the drink, despite the fact that I have those bottle caps and it would stay good for a day or so. It's a big commitment to me if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna open this bottle of of ginger beer. It's a whole now twelve I, ounce bottle. I mean, right? Yeah, I geez. know. Now I need to drink the whole thing within, you know. A day, so I know. probably um, on Friday or Saturday when I'm sitting at home with nothing to do, I'll probably pop that bottle of cock and bull ginger beer and go to town. Yeah, and so um, if you want to hear about the other the the man or the Manhattan meets old fashioned style drink that didn't include ginger beer, that'll be exclusive to the Patreon. Uh, we'll add that on as bonus content in the coming days. So now that I'm done and Obert's done, although he's not really done with his beer, um, Chris. Yeah, let's let's see that big giant can of beer that you have there, and learn what you're drinking today. Big giant can of beer, yes. Oh boy. So, and honestly, given given the time of the podcast right now, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is the best idea, but oh well. I believe all the kids say is YOLO. Um, now, the best part about this is that Obert smartly was like, "Hey, I have a whole growler to drink," so he started drinking before the podcast. Chris, this exploded on me. 
to be dedicated, he waited till now to pop the crowler of his beer. That's right. I know. And what I should have done was, you know, touch, I could tell you or I and I need to hand it off to you. But Chris had mentioned to me that he had a whole crowler of, of beer. So I should have given it to him for the second one. But I don't know. Oh, well. That's okay. It I was, think it's, we have faith that, that Chris will finish. Yeah, it's nice to it's nice to mix it up and go beer, liquor, beer. It's like it's like an ice cream sandwich, if you would. Exactly, exactly. I bought a new. I bought back. a new mouse. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I opened. Did it, it come up with a free lamp? Everywhere. It did not come with a free lamp. I had to buy the lamp too. Did the lamp come with a free mouse? No. <laughs> what a ripoff! <laughs> but my my mouse is wireless. Nice. Or at least, tech. Yeah. Razor? At least one. At least one of the three mice that I have currently are wireless. I also have yeah. a Razer one that's wired. I haven't made a decision between the two of them yet. And then I have this cool one that's also Logitech that has like 37 buttons attached to it. Yeah. So why did you need a new mouse? I didn't. I, my other mouse did not have like the side buttons and all that shit. It wasn't an actual real mouse. It was a shit mouse. But why didn't you use the crazy Logitech mouse? I have. Well, I have them all currently. I bought all three of them. I'm going to return the two that I don't like. Oh, okay. You didn't have two and buy a third. Right. I had I was like, one. why would you buy a third mouse after these two? <laughs> no, no. I I had one. It was a, just a normal mouse. And so then I, I went out and I now. bought three mice. And now I'm testing them all out to see which one I like the best. Three blind mice. Yes. <laughs> see how they scroll. See how they scroll. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. All right. So now that I'm done being attacked by my crowler... Um, I can pour it into a glass. I also have a stout, a pretty hefty stout, a nine and a half percent stout. Ooh. Yeah. So this is going to be, I don't know why I'm doing this right now. I should not be doing this, but it's all right. Um, here we go. I'll see if I can like pour Like you it. said, you, you, you only YOLO once. You only, yeah. <laughs> Chris, you don't have to work tomorrow. I don't, but I'm just, I'm so tired right now. Like, um, In all honesty, working from home, I don't really have to work tomorrow either. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I just, I'm, I'm beat. And uh, I'm like, ah, I, I really want to finish this crowler because I went and picked it up from Fourth Creek Brewing Company, um, you know, good friends of the pod. And uh, I wanted to uh, wanted to drink it. But like 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 you were saying, I had to crack the can on on air. I had to. Um, but anyways, this is their death by stout. Uh, it's a new brew that they're doing. I think when I was in the brewery picking it up, it had like five check-ins on Untapped at the time. So nice. Um, is it is it death by something? No, it's like like Oscar Blues is like a death by coconut. No, it's death by stout. That's the, that's the name of the beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Which to me means it's like a death by chocolate. It's a very chocolatey beer, is what I hear in that name. Yeah, and here's like a the fun thing. Like it, it had like a brief description on the chalkboard, but I don't remember what it said. So I just saw ooh new stout, and uh, so I really don't know what the flavor profile is supposed to be. But um, I don't know if you can see that bad boy in there. But it's like super dark. That um, is dark as night. Dark, dark, dark. Bill, billion SRM, as we say on the pod. <laughs> exactly. Um, the head dissipated pretty quickly. Uh, it's got some. Car- carbonation bubbles on the side um but it's got a it does have a relatively sweet smell to it so it might be one of them you're, you're right when you think death by you think death by chocolate or death by fire one of those two but i assume it's not fire <laughs> <laughs> how funny would it be if it was like ghost pepper <laughs> it's fire damn it <laughs> um, 
So yeah, I'm it's, ch- it's death by beer, and it's just flavored with cyanide. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, gonna give this a give this a try and see how the death by stout is. Now, I think I've had a Fourth Creek beer before, and I think they're a pretty good brewery. And judging by Chris's face, I think he's gonna enjoy it. Hey, Mikey, I think he likes it. As he downs the whole crowler, I think he actually does. <laughs> he does enjoy it. I chugged it. It's, it's all gone now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's very, very good. Um, so it's been sitting out for a little bit now, waiting, waiting in its big, beautiful can for me to drink it. But it's like a perfect mix of. Um, it does have some sweetness to it, but it's also strong. Um, you can taste the alcohol. You can say, like, you can definitely tell it's got a kick to it, but it's not overpowering. Um, not overly bitter at all throughout the whole beer um it's it's pretty pretty smooth for the most part um you do get those nice sweet hints straight it hit they hit you straight away nice let me see hold on make sure i get it right is it cocoa at the hint no it is it is like that like a chocolatey sweetness to it like the more i drink it the more you pick up on it um but it's nice silky smooth um very very easy drinking beer um well, not easy drinking, but but no, it's a it's it's very good. There's not really anything bad I can say about it right now. The perfect stout. I mean, it it kind of I don't know if it's I wouldn't say perfect, but it definitely is a very 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 solid stout. And um, I know Tud, you talked about it, and I've been taught. I talked to the owner, one of the owners, head brewers, and I've been really impressed with a lot of the stuff that they've been doing recently. Um, you know, we went there. When we first moved here, it was one of the first breweries we went to because it's like 15, 10, 15 minutes from the house. And so, wait, so Fourth Creek is where? What's what city? This, it's in Statesville. Okay. It's in it's in downtown Statesville. So, in talking to the head, the owner brewer guy, um, he he thinks that they've really stepped up their game recently, and I would have to agree. Um, one of the beers that I tried a long time ago when. I first moved here was the Mrs. Mango. It's an it's a mango IPA, and I think I originally rated it a two because um, I remember it being like way too fake syrupy, you know, mm. fake mango taste. Well, I had a pour of it the other day when I was picking up my crawlers, and it was you're like, like this is a two. Why not try it again? <laughs> well, okay, so I actually ordered it before looking at Untapped because I like d- couldn't remember. I, I was like I. You know, it was one of them. I was like, I don't know. I couldn't remember what I rated it. I knew it was I had the 15th beer of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all like, been there. I was like, oh, okay, I'll try it again. And man, they, in just like a year, it, it's, it, they turn, it's like a completely different beer. Um, Are they a newer brewery? No, they're, for, um, they're not. They're actually, uh, five years old, right about there. So, I mean, in the grand timeline of human existence, yes, they're newer, but, um, but no, they're. I mean, they're just. It's a. It's a good spot. We've gone there a couple times before. Uh, the whole country got got shut down. But um, but yeah, it's uh, getting back to my death by stout. It's uh, very very good. Yeah, I really can't pick out anything bad to say. I think I'm gonna. I think I'll we'll just do a, a solid sweep of four and a halves for the episode. Wow, um, nice. Because like, so you think that you think very highly of this beer. Oh yeah, no, I definitely do. It's very good. Um. It's it's a stout that was like brewed for me. Like if this and they might be doing it, but if they took this and put it in a barrel and waited about six months, that'd be a pretty amazing beer. I think that wow. might that might push towards the four seven five five. But so, Chris, if you were let's just say a, a criminal mass murder sentence to to execution, and you had the choice 
would you choose death by this beer? I mean, it depends on what the death. Like, you got, you I... got, you got like the electric chair. You got lethal injection. You got, you know, like you know, jump off a bridge. <laughs> and I'll give you like just death by death by stout. Hmm. Is this is this four and a half good enough to That's... die by, die from? It's one well, hell of a way to go out, huh? Well, I mean, like, so what? What in? Like, what's the scenario? Are they gonna you have like, to drink until you die? I, you know, I didn't name the beer, Chris. <laughs> Chris, I think this means you have to drink it till you die. Right. I, let's just say hypothetically, they put like hemlock. Chris could live a very long beer, time. So you you got to poison yourself. You got to drink the beer. Oh, okay. That's, it's like you you have it as part of your last meal. You got a nice t bone steak. You got a nice uh, death by stout, and uh, they put some poison in it. I mean, that seems like the better way to go, right? I mean, all the yeah. other all, all the other ways sound sound bad. <laughs> It's true. Hanging, death, ex- death by fire, firing squad. You know, yeah, fuck stoning. Right. Yeah, these are all ways to execute people. But stout seems like a pretty good way to go. <laughs> uh, but there you go, four and a half across the board tonight. How about that? Wow. Okay. Well, so what do you think? Um, oh, right. Got to do that. The Untapped Diverse. Mm, I know it's new. I'm gonna say it's a four point one seven. Okay, and this is. Uh, let's see how many check-ins there actually are. Yeah, I don't. It was, there was not many when I checked it when I was picking up the crawlers. That's not right. There's only seven check-ins on that one. Uh, yeah, I, I only see one with seven check-ins. That's it. That must be it because it only had a few when I checked it, and they've been closed. So uh, yeah, and uh, there have been let's see two five-star ratings, two four-seven-five ratings, one four and a half, and uh, zero below that. It won't give me the weighted average, but there was uh, a three. There was a three point seven, two four point sixes. Hey, what are you talking about? I'm oh, looking yeah, at it right yeah. now. Yeah, there's two four point sixes, a three point seven, a four point seven five, a four point seven five, a five, a four point five, and a five. But what are you talking about? How do people? Oh, are they these people with the new Untapped? Yeah, I'm like these are these aren't real ratings. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. Oh, I. I'm sorry. I was so confused by that. But uh, yeah, it seems like you're right. Right along the average there, Chris. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's. It's a really. Really. You good win the beer. game. You win the. You win the untapped game. No. Nope. I did it. That's not true. It doesn't say he didn't guess it. I did it. <laughs> I'm. I'm adding. A, I'm doing the average right now. Self average. Nope. I did that math wrong. That can't be right. It's five point two seven. <laughs> All right. So the average here is a five point two seven. Chris, you were pretty close. <laughs> Didn't quite match up, but uh, <laughs> bottom line, the untapped community really likes this beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Anyways, so best beer ever on untapped five point two seven on their check-ins. Perfect. Yeah. Good job. Fourth. Five point two seven on the Chris scale. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Where zero is water. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. How math um, works, I guess. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm almost done doing it. Like you know anything about numbers? I think I pretty well got it right. <laughs> it's gonna be like five points. Chris actually, seven. Chris actually majored in numbers in first grade. Believe it or not, <laughs> he took that uh, numbers route over the letters. I did. Yeah. But I saw a better, a better future in numbers. So sorry. Right, so I, I figured out why. Chris was wrong because I was. I also got the same number that he did. 
Because Ober told us that there were seven check-ins, but there's really eight check-ins. Oh, okay. I thought I counted seven, but... So, a weighted average of the eight check-ins is a 4.6125. Oh, damn. Okay. So, it is extremely high, 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 high. Close to your four and a half. There you go. But, all right. Now that that debacle's over. (laughs) So, before we go to the handles of our Frosty Mug of Wisdom, uh... I thought we would talk a little bit about the state of the the beers in our different states here as coronavirus has impacted us all and kind of forced us on the quarantine as we started the show with. Um, I, I think I'll start real quick. Uh, there's a lot of local microbreweries around here that they seem to be you know, they're like the community gathering points and um, more than just breweries, just local bars and businesses have been just trying to stay afloat at this time. And a lot of places by me have gone to uh, growler-only deliveries or pickups. Yeah. Um, Everybody seems like they're getting really creative. Um, There's places that are saying, we're only going to sell you new growlers. The places that are doing delivery. Um, There's even a distillery near me that's selling their their mixers, like their pre-mixed drinks, where you just have to add your own alcohol. So it seems like everybody's doing their own thing a little differently here. What's going on in Connecticut? Yeah, so much like Montana, Connecticut's kind of doing the same thing. There was an ordinance passed by the governor stating that breweries and uh, and restaurants could operate with to-go only orders. So every brewery, as far as I'm aware of, is open for to-go orders. Um, you can just drive through and pick them up as you go. Uh, they'll bring them out to your car. You can buy them. Most breweries you can buy in advance before you get there. Um, and if you have to buy, you know, while you're there, somebody will come out to your car. You'll tell them what you want. They'll swipe your card. They won't take cash. Um, and then you go on your way. There's a lot of uh, restaurants around here, too. As I was naming earlier in the podcast, Conspiracy is open and they're selling food and uh, and uh, drink mixes. So you can go there. You can buy the, the mixes for the drink that you want and it will come out pre-made. All you have to do is get home. And follow the, the simple directions of adding whatever liquor you want to add to it and shake if it needs to be shaken. And boom, you have a drink. That's um, cool. There's, I've also heard of a few Mexican restaurants that are selling margaritas to go. I don't know how that works quite, um, but they're they're apparently coming pre-boozed. So uh, there are some of those restaurants. I'm not going to name one, but it's in Colchester. That's a Mexican restaurant that you can go there and you can buy a, a margarita to go and they'll bring it out to your car and go. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Seems like it's, a, it's kind of a lawless wasteland out there. We, right. Yeah, we've we've basically devolved into having no society at this point. We'll bring we'll bring the booze to your car so you can drive it home. So what's going on in uh, North Carolina, Chris? Oh, about the same. It'd be funny if Chris was like, we don't care about this. We're just, we're, we're op- business as usual. Business yeah. as usual. They're saying minimum um, of four lips per taster glass. I don't know. Right. Yeah. They're afraid that the coronavirus is spread through water. So they don't want to, they don't want to wash their glasses as much. Um, no, it's a, it's, it's a lot of the same as what you were just saying. Uh, you know, Fourth Creek, like I was mentioning during my review, they, they switched over. Everybody's pretty much doing to go only. Um, you know, so for my birthday last week, uh, we stopped by the day before, picked up a couple crawlers, and I stopped in. I was talking to the owners for a little a little bit while I was waiting for my crawlers to get filled. And, you know, the one thing I will say is, yes, it sucks, but from just that little bit of time that I was in there, they must be doing okay. They must be doing all right, you know? 
because at least Fourth Creek had like huge orders being placed for like I bought two crawlers, but you know there were people walking out with like boxes full of growlers or boxes full of crawlers. So you know I I was I was happy to see that people were going out and you know supporting local breweries, and, I, and I'll urge people if you have if you have the expenses to do so, and you love craft beer like we all do, like try and pick out a, a local brewery and like show, show them some love because it affects them a lot. So, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's been a hard time for small breweries all around the country or all, all around the world, really. Right. Yeah. I heard this week that, um, you know, hashtag sponsor of the pod at Labyrinth, they received so much money in tips this past week and from orders that they were able to, that they can't keep all their employees employed, but even the ones that are, that are not getting hours, they're able to to uh, continue to pay for their health insurance during this time based on the amount of money and revenue and tips that they got. So there is some benefit of what's going, I mean, you know, from going and visiting these places, you are helping some of these people who may not be getting hours to pay for their bills to still keep insurance going. Uh, So rather than Labyrinth not having to be able to pay for health insurance for some of their employees, they were able to pick it up for all of them. I will, I will announce this uh, time of the pod to say that, you know, I know that I said that I would not go out and buy more beer during uh, for the rest of 2020. Very tough sacrifice. A very I, noble cause that you made at the very. Um, we're really proud of you for keeping up with that, Todd. I'm, yeah. I'm glad <laughs> that you're keeping it going regardless of all of this. Anyway, sorry, what so were you I, saying? So I have done really, really well with this. Yeah, I absolutely. Am going to an, and again, I we're am going really dedicated. We're impressed by your dedication to the, the cause yeah, here. The, good. the world is using you as like the beacon of light. That right. there is that there is an end to this all. So yeah, you know that's yeah. Thank you for staying strong. Anyway, so exactly. sorry. What were you? What were you saying, Todd? Well, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's good because I'm about to break that. So I'm going to announce a suspension of that just so I can go and pick up some local crowlers and growlers at different breweries around the state. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm going to quarantine my my stay or, of buying beer for the time for as long as the actual quarantine is happening. I will be able to go out and buy crowlers and growlers. I still will not buy cans unless that's all the brewery Tud, sells. Tud is so but, enraged. He's going on strike from his personal goals until the government can it's just, figure It's just, it's a out. really noble cause. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. Hang on. Tud's, Tud's typing in the chat. He says he needs to take a pause. Hang on one second. Oh, okay. Now, it seems like he's bringing a couple cases of Budweiser in, <laughs> throwing them in the back of the, behind the webcam. Okay. A couple of cases of Corona, too. Weird choice. Yeah. Okay. Yes, of course. Course. Okay. Anyway. Oh wait, no. Okay, he's back. He's back. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Sorry guys. I had to move some stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, those, those cores, we're really way, saying the, we appreciate those cores by the way, they're not for me. Oh. Yeah, they're for a friend. We've all heard that one before. Yeah, for they're for a friend. I was holding them for a friend. <laughs> we appreciate your dedication. I mean, it was a solid four or five weeks. That we were all really right there with you. So, but you know, pandemics change things. Right. He's got the Jack Savvy Copper Legend Oktoberfest ready yeah. to go. Fun fact I'm still finishing that beer. <laughs> all right. So, it's that time of the episode where we fill up our frosty mug of wisdom with our three handles, three handles of wisdom. We give you wisdom <laughs> on things we want to recommend. Chris, clean that, clean that thing off. In this time of wisdom, a wisdom. <laughs> Um, the time during the quarantine, Chris is licking random cans on the podcast. It's not a random can. I, I, it's right here. It was in the fridge. It, I'm sure that it killed all the virus. 
on the yeah, outside of the can. Yeah, froze the virus. <laughs> Chris has been <laughs> washing his that. tongue with soap every morning anyway, so it's yeah. fine. Every time Chris goes to the bathroom, he washes his tongue, so it's it's working <laughs> out. <laughs> so I, I'd like to start today's Frosty Mug. I'll fill up the bottom third. I don't know if you guys have similarly themed handles, but but I wanted to recommend something that might help everybody get through this this quarantine isolation time we're all in together. Um, there's there's a game right uh, available. Um, I've seen it for a while. I finally pulled the trigger and bought it. It's called Tabletop Simulator. Um, it's available on Steam. It's available other places. But the premise is is it's not so much as a game as it is it's just a platform where you can you can play whatever game you want. So when I say that, I mean people have written downloadable programs that you can play for this game. So in Tabletop Simulator, you can play anything from checkers or chess or Chinese checkers to more advanced games such as um, like Risk or Code Names or Secret Hitler or Catan. No, no. Co- code Codenames. Codenames is wife of the pod, Caitlin might say. Um but uh so the, the premise is it's basically like this game is just like a sandbox simulator where you can code your own game. So people have done that and you can share these games. So people have written games so you can play like blackjack or craps and it's you can like literally pick up the dice and throw them or you can deal uno cards to one another and uh you know me and um just a listener of the podcast may or may not be an enemy shall remain nameless uh played with tabletop simulator a little bit this weekend and it's it's a lot of fun and it's a great way to socially distance and play games with your friends so you can Get on a Skype call with three of your co-hosts slash friends. Open up a game and uh, put jigsaw puzzles together while drinking alone in your own houses. Catching up on what's been happening with everybody. And uh, I-, I appreciated it so much. It's 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 not the easiest system to learn, but I think um, it's worth it's worth figuring out, especially if you want to just play some games from your own house with friends over the internet. It's a great way to do it. Now, can I ask one question about this game? Oh, you can ask as many as you want. Sure. So I'm looking at it on Steam right now. But FYI, it, it's available on Steam for uh, $19.99. That's right. 20 bucks for one, or you can buy a four-pack for 60 So for 15 right. so, each. Uh, so I guess my question, I guess I have two questions then. One, what is included in the four-pack? And two, can you play with multiple people using the same computer while you're playing with other other people on other computers. I guess I should clarify that. So let me be clear here when I say that, like, a lot of these games that you can find and download on Tabletop Simulator may be in a legal gray zone in the fact that they may or may not be infringing on copyright. But um, the official rules of Tabletop Simulator say, like, don't infringe on copyright. But there's a lot of stuff out there you can find that's like, like I said, Uno. I don't know if the if the Uno game you download is officially licensed. In fact, I doubt it is. But um, you can play it. it. Like I said, it's just a it's just software that you can write whatever game you want. So if your game looks like Uno and sounds like Uno, but uh, you know, it's called like One. I think that that's different enough where I've seen it on Tabletop Simulator. Where you can just download games that are built in the community. Right. So yeah. does that? So should I buy the sixty dollars version or the twenty dollars version? So yeah, your second question was like, how many copies of the game do you really need? 
And well, no, 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 no. First, first question was which one should I buy? The nineteen ninety nine one or the fifty nine ninety nine one? Well, okay, I guess I'm getting there, but I'm saying like if you buy the the, the four pack, you can sh- share Steam codes with three of your friends and get them to Venmo you fifteen dollars each. Uh, okay. My right. second question was was say like I have a wife, right? And like I want to play this game with with you and Chris and his wife, right? Do we need five computers or do we need three computers? Well, it depends on the game, right? Like, so there's some games like Code Names, right? You could say, oh, like whoever's looking at Ted's computer screen is going to be on one team, and whoever's looking at Chris's computer screen is going to be another team. Um, you could do that and then share a code, but you could want it so that you have different screens where one person can look at the be the clue giver and one person could could look at the clues. The tabletop simulator it literally is like a simulator of a tabletop game. Like if you want to take the dice and throw them off the edge of the board, you can. If you want to take the board and flip it over, you can. If you want to take a checker and put it on a square where you can't legally put it or put it on a corner of the board, it's like simulates real life like that. You could put you can move your king into the other person's king and knock it off the board. Like that's that's how it's literally like you're standing around a tabletop game. Um, I don't know if I'm portraying that the right way, but it's like it's more physics based than rules based. If that okay. makes sense. If you can do it in the real world, you can do it in the tabletop simulator. That that makes sense. That's kind of funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Yeah, there's even like a button to hit to like flip the table. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like. Even though I wasn't like in the mood to flip a table, I feel like I would just hit the button to flip a table just right. Like to do it. I definitely did. I like I hit the button and it flipped the table. I'm like, oh, there was no warning or anything. It just did it. Huh? Okay, <laughs> cool. It's the one click ship all over again. It is exactly like that. It's the one click ship all over again for sure. But um, no, I think it'd be great to play with you guys if you're interested. Um, Any one of our listeners will maybe set something up on our. Um, discord of times we want to play local games um i, I, I really think it'd be a play, lot of fun i really want to play secret hitler which you need five to ten people and it seems like a mafia-esque bluffing game so if anyone wants to play secret hitler get on in on the discord and maybe we'll set up a time i don't know i really want to do it so hey hey listeners go to discord if you want to join and we will we'll make groups of people who are going to uh buy the game together and save each other five bucks yeah, and if and Ooh, Todd, go. Todd's going to say this again at the in the outro, but uh, our Discord link is in our show is in our show notes. Every week, every week. All right, let me hand this up to Chris. Chris, can you fill up the middle of our frosty mug of wisdom? Okay, so yeah, um, my handle is kind of a simple one, but it was something that I had used to do a lot of or more of when I lived in Connecticut when I had friends. Um, so. It's going to be like an activity slash band, okay? And the band is Rock Led Zeppelin. Band. I know, that's what I was imagining. <laughs> no, the band is Led Zeppelin, um, the 1970s classic rock band who are just amazing. I've heard of those and, guys. Yeah. And I've the activity, heard they're kind of good. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They're, they're, they've, they've done things. Not as good as Justin Bieber, though. Well, no, but who is? They're up there. <laughs> maybe one day they'll hit the bieber echelon um on the seltzer scale where bieber is 100 and zero is water <laughs> zeppelin's like a 95 96 yeah. maybe they're pretty they're getting there where um, bieber is soda <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, yeah, and uh, but it is, and the, the the activity is just just putting putting a playlist of them on and just letting it roll for you know don't skip songs, don't do anything, just let it roll. Uh, you know, and I'll say so. My birthday was last Thursday, and um, whoop, whoop. woo, yeah, I'm old now. <laughs> I heard Led Zeppelin sounds even better when you're 32. Exactly, it, they do. Um, uh, I can't wait till I'm 32 then. <laughs> And you know we were just hanging out. Uh, may, um, had some breakfast, had some coffee. I was kind of fiddling around with my Twitch setup and hanging out with CJ. And I just had like, I just like, hey Google, play Led Zeppelin, and just kind of just let it go. And it, it wasn't was, just it like was... Chris Junior wasn't like demanding oh. like the Zep. Well, I was hoping that it was going to start to play in the background because you. It said, is right now. You you called it to like to its face. You called it out. Yeah. It is right now, actually. It's just you can't, you couldn't hear it, but um, just turned it off. But yeah, it was just, it was, it was really cool. And we used to listen to Zeppelin constantly while drinking when up when we were in Connecticut. So it was like a throwback to those days, and it was just like a really cool way to start your birthday morning. So you know, if you're if you're looking for a cool way to start a quarantine morning, just hang out, have some breakfast, drink some coffee, listen to some Led Zeppelin. For an extended period of time. And, and for those of you who don't know, Led Zeppelin only has 88 recorded songs in total. So it's not like, I mean, granted, I, their song, I did not know that. Yeah, that's it. Their songs are maybe, you know, their songs can be seven to eight minutes long, but they only have 88 songs. So it's not like it's that many songs to go through. So wait, that's, and that's studio songs. That's, that's everything. So like if there's like a song they recorded live and they also recorded in the studio, that's different. Does, that does, no. That doesn't count as separate. Yeah, they, so, they have, so it's eighty-eight studio songs. Correct. They have eighty-eight studio recordings. That's it. Okay. Wow. That's that's, that's very few. I'm surprised. I mean, yeah. like, considering I know like probably sixty plus of those. You know, <laughs> so I would say I sixty plus of them. You, if you played for me, I could tell you the title. You know, I I think you probably could get away with probably naming. I'm going to say probably. 77 to 80 of them yeah i think the, I think the only one that of those you know, i 77 to 80 i've heard and recognize but like 60 plus i could name so anyway if you like hypothetically chris let's just say you were a podcast host and you had like like handles with like links you put into the show description i don't know just hypothetically and you could link to any okay. one song on youtube from Led Zeppelin. what would you pick all right, so my I've always said that my favorite Led Zeppelin song is Over the Hills and Far Away. I love that song. Um, so I'd probably pick that one. Um, I mean, of course, I mean, you can't really go wrong. Not a um, single no. song you can go wrong with. Wow. No, you you really can't. <laughs> yeah. What, what? In, in the show notes, if you linked to the live version of Dazed and Confused, uh-huh. where, where Jimmy Page plays the, the guitar with the, with the bow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. No. I mean, I yeah. I would probably I would probably default to Over the Hills and Far Away. Um Bonham playing the, the the solo for seven minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 unreal. They're just a really, really good uh really, really good band and they're really good to binge listen to. So um yeah. you can't just they're like Pringles. You can't just pop just one. No. Even Dana, who admittedly is not like Oh, I, I don't know. She's not into them like the group of friends we know are, are into them. You know what I mean? And she was like, music is really hitting good today. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> so it was, it was good. Um, but anywho, anywho, 
All right. So, Tud, you're the third handle this week. What do you got for us? Yeah. So, for those of you who are stuck in quarantine, like the three of us, minus Chris, who has to go to work. Yay. You may have noticed that that, uh, your gyms are closed. This is a hashtag TudFit handle. Oh, one of these. Okay. So, if you're upset that your gym is closed and you're unable to go work out, may I suggest one of two things? A, if you go to YouTube and just type in, you know, workout class, millions upon millions upon millions of results come up to where you can just watch the video and do the workout, kind of like doing like P90 or P90X at your house. Secondly, if you follow any fitness professionals on Instagram, what I have noticed is that they are all posting workouts live to Instagram for free during this time where they're just like, hey, come work out with us. And you can just go back in their history and just watch their workout that they're doing. And they're talking to you just much like the P90X style where they're just yelling at you to do things and stuff like that. But it's a good way to keep yourself kind of fit and motivated during this time of sitting around in your house and unable to go out and socialize. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that this is a thing. Um, so just head on over to Instagram or, or YouTube and just Google or just yeah, Google or just search for what you want to do and... You know, you'll 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 have the world at your fingertips. Todd, do you have any favorite um, social media workout professionals that you like to follow that you want to put put over, especially? Well, yeah. So my gym, my the gym I go to actually has a whole workout series going on. So that's Melt Fitness. Um, they they post all their workouts online currently, just to try to get people moving. But another one to go follow would be Jordan Syatt. Uh from Syatt Fitness, S-Y-A-T-T Fitness. Uh, he has a, he's just a very normal guy from Boston whose sole take on staying fit and, you know, losing weight is calorie deficit and just being just completely just by the book, eat less than what you put in or eat less than what your body burns, you'll lose weight. Uh, but he sends out uh, workouts every single day at around 11 a.m. Uh, and you, all you have to do is either go onto his website, you can watch them all from there, or you can sign up for his text message thread, and he'll just text you the workouts uh, in the middle of the day. And that way you can just, and with a YouTube video to go along with it, to just watch it, watch how things are done. So that's what I—that's my recommendation while you guys are all sitting at home, not really doing much, not really moving. Go out, do some workouts, and enjoy yourself. Can I put over a uh, YouTube fitness professional as well? Of course. What if I said no? I'd say, all right, moving on. <laughs> Let's hear that outro. <laughs> And I'd leave the audience in suspense and hating you. That's that'd be the whole plan. <laughs> no, no, which which one? Um, I really enjoy um Rebecca Louise Fitness. Uh, she started out with X Hit. Uh, she's like has has workouts I think every day. Uh, she's great YouTube personality. Um, she's doing live stuff every day now as well. But uh, I started using her workouts when I was trying to get in shape for ski season back maybe five ten years ago and uh she has some really good workouts that i check out um pretty much every day they're like you know anywhere between 10 and 20 minutes so it's just simple routines but uh i think they get the job done so rebecca louise that's who i how who i want to put over yeah and uh, i'll just you know dovetail on this and just say hey it doesn't matter how long the workout is five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes an hour it's anything is better than zero so, you know, go just 
either use one of the three that Obert and I have suggested or just go on YouTube and just type in what you want to do. And you want to do a push-up routine, just type in push-up routine on YouTube. You'll be able to, to find something to work out with. It's just move rather than sit still. You know the best way to fight off a virus? Keeping your, your immune system boosted. Best way to keep your immune, immune system boosted? Eat healthy and work out. We are neither lawyers nor doctors on this podcast. Correct. Disclaimer. <laughs> Don't take medical advice from a podcast. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, we'd like to thank the people who provided today's drinks. I'm going to go first and thank Shaker and Spoon at shakerandspoon.com for their uh, Fibonacci on the Fritz drink, as well as I'm going to thank Stranahan's Colorado Whiskey for the whiskey that was used to make the drink. I'm going to thank Fourth Creek Brewing Company for their Death by Stout. And I want to thank Bonsai Brewing Project for their ice cream sandwich. It was delicious. Please make sure you head on over to all social medias. Uh, that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on Tep, as well as Discord uh, at DAWF Podcast. Uh, make sure you hashtag follow the email at, at DAWF Podcast at gmail.com. Um, make sure you're sending over all your, your emails. I know that a lot of you guys are working from home. You guys are bored. You guys ever sit around thinking about you know what you're going to do once you get done with work? Or, hey, if you're popping a beer at noon on a Tuesday, Send us an email. Let us know. Also, There's a lot of people who will judge you for that. I can guarantee none of those people are currently recording a podcast in this room. <laughs> Correct. In this virtual room. Also, make sure you're using our, our hashtag, uh, drink alone together. We're trying to make this uh, viral. It's, it's a great time, especially during quarantine, to make this happen. So anytime you're drinking a, a beer, post it to there. We Tag us in it. We can share it to our story. Thousands of people will see it. Make sure you're doing that. Let's let's do it. We have to take advantage of the time somehow, people. Um, also, make sure that you guys are heading over to Patreon and subscribing. As we talked about, uh, I will be discussing my other drink from from the Shaker and Spoon box on that Patreon. So if you guys want to hear more about that, tune into that. Also, make sure you guys are heading over to Twitch and watching Beer Dad Gamer, which is Chris's Twitch account. Make sure you're heading over to iTunes, giving us a five-star rating and leaving a review. It's very important for other people to find us. And also, if you see our posts on social media, click the little share button. Let your friends know that we're that we're here. And tell all your friends, too, while you're just out in public. I know you can't be out in public now. Tell them via text message. So, with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And my name's Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Don't forget to use the hashtag, people. Hashtag drink alone with friends. Drinking alone together. Hashtag drink alone together. There's no. I I shared drinking alone. When Chris posted the episode on Wednesday, he he used hashtag drink alone together. Well, in in the recorded, well, the we recorded have to back to last week's episode. Drinking. I listened to it today. Drink alone. Drinking alone. Oh, together. drinking. So,